What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the bullpen today. Uh, I'm Les Vogler, joined by my brother, Lauren Vogler. We're owners of Vogler Seaman Center, Nebraska Bull Service, and Vogler Cattle Company. Today, we are joined by a great uh, lifelong friend. Uh, I call him the owner of the continent, Greg Stewart, Mid-Continent Farms out of Kansas. He actually, back in 1983, was uh, one of our very first customers. I don't know if you remember that or not, Greg, but we've been doing business... uh, since 19, 1983, and uh, so obviously since the bullpen is just kind of getting started, uh, you were at the top of my list to get on as one of our, our first podcast visitors. Well, for one reason, uh, you got a face for radio or for podcasts, which is wonderful, but you're uh, really, really knowledgeable knowledgeable in the beef industry and about different things, and, and I guess what we want to do on the bullpen is we want to promote our customers uh, and what they're doing and kind of help them uh, promote their business because without their well-doing, obviously uh, our business, Vogler Enterprises, uh, Nebraska Bowl Service, Vogler Seaman Center, and uh, now the new embryo division uh, wouldn't be around without all of our great customers. So, Greg, you want to just kind of give me a quick bio on you, uh, you and your family, your your boys, what, what y'all do? Um, yeah, sure. Um, well, we're just a family, pretty pretty. A typical family farm, cow calf mostly. Uh, my dad was at one time was a fairly large farmer. We've put some of that ground back to grass, and um, we run a fairly large cow herd. But it's all family based. Uh, all uh, you know, I think I was figuring up the boys are six generations on one side of the family and five generations on the other awesome. in this county so uh my dad actually my dad actually started uh, on his own though i mean he not that he didn't have some help from his folks right. and whatnot but uh him and his dad didn't really see eye to eye he was pretty progressive and yeah he uh, he uh uh started on his own from mm-hmm. scratch basically yep. and uh he had two brothers and you know three it's uh in those times, it was it was pretty hard to. I mean, he had a pretty big operation to sustain more than one or especially three sons. So right, exactly. But anyway, so that's how we started, and I think that was his goal to have an operation big enough that everybody could be involved. And it's been one of my goals too. So we have uh, that's what we do. It's pretty much all agriculture based, uh, all family owned. Uh, so uh, yeah, pretty proud of our roots. Yep, yep. And and uh you and Debbie have three sons, correct? We do. Yes. I have a, you know, my beautiful wife Debbie. Um uh, I don't know how I ever landed one like that. that yeah, yeah, I I, I work both. It, I haven't yeah. figured that one out yet either. So, you way out kicked your coverage. 
So wait, one of those life's mysteries, you know. <laughs> I uh, I wasn't smart enough to know. I guess I couldn't couldn't get her. I went to I went to school at Colby, and then I'll tell about the rest of the family. Then I went to K State, of course, yeah. and I, I can remember the first time I see seen her. Of course, she doesn't remember see, meeting or seeing me the first time, but but. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, I just didn't wasn't smart enough to know. I, I just had never seen a girl that pretty, and I yeah. I didn't know. I wasn't smart enough to know I couldn't get one, you know, that pretty. So I I tried. There you go. You know? <laughs> that's, all, yeah. that's all you got. That's all you can do is try. <laughs> yeah, I just figured I had never seen anything like that before. I needed to get me one of those. And, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> a boy. So that's how that happened. And then from that, you know, three boys. Very proud. Of all three boys. Uh, the oldest one. Um, is of course a veterinarian and uh, does it does 95 percent or more of all our embryo work uh, as well but his practice is a, a general practice so we kind of schedule all our our uh, flushing amongst his activities and, yeah. uh, and then of course brigham he's judging the south dakota state fair today is he good and yeah i thought it was funny that he said what's what's your bio uh uh i had a buddy matt bruner uh messaged me and said uh he, he said uh the where's he goes the other judge has a bio you guys didn't get a bio for me he's and he commented on the mic i guess he said i i think i cannot do that i think i can beat that one <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he must have been a little bit of an afterthought, but yep. <laughs> anyhow, he's having fun up there, yep. and, and I'm proud of him too. He pretty much runs this place now. I mean, you say I'm the, the corner of it, but uh, he uh, pretty much handles all the cattle part of the business. I mean, I just try to fill in when I can now. And but long story short, uh, he he was I'm also he was also uh, really involved from day one, and probably had more of an interest in the other to and not not in agriculture but in the our cattle business and uh he was a livestock judger and they he i think their junior college team i mean they're he between his junior and senior college career of livestock judging i don't think there was a major contest that he didn't win that's awesome and and then of course he went on and was the national champion collegiate judge at k-state uh yep. and set a reasons record that holds to this day you really yes yeah, so that's uh he's a that was the other thing matt said he sure talks a lot well he got <laughs> yeah, yeah, your boys uh that's one thing they all they all definitely got from your from uh they got the looks from your mom and they got the talking from you so uh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's a good deal so, but he's in but, South Dakota uh, right now, judging. You said he's right. State Fair? That, yeah, judging at their state fair. Yep. Yep. So, and was, wasn't he just re recently up in Canada judging a show not too long ago? Yeah, he did. He did the Calgary Steer Show. Awesome. So he really, really enjoyed that. And then, uh, so yes, he's pretty visible right now in the business, and and uh, he's real engaged yeah, obviously yeah. what yeah. goes on around here yep i think then, fr from what i hear he's very very well respected in in the in the judging industry so right. such a good guy well, thank you thank you uh, yeah he, you know he, he definitely he definitely hasn't hurt our reputation no any, no so. no none of you none, none of your boys is now what's what is uh yeah. what is tucker what what is the youngest uh, one tucker as you know uh uh is our baby yeah his mom's baby He's a he's a lawyer. Uh, went to law school. Kind of 
kind of uh, took his own path and yep. plowed his own furrow, you might say. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm also very proud of him. He's an advocate for uh, livestock. He's uh, in the legal department at the Kansas Livestock Association. He mm-hmm. he works with uh, producers every day with uh, problems, uh, you know, whether they're uh, uh, family uh <clears throat> family deals or neighbors, uh, fencing laws, sure. um, you know, uh, legal questions and answers in their legal department. Uh, you know, sometimes he, you know, he works with them. Uh, and if they're having problems with KDHA or EPA and yep. pretty much knows all the rules and regulations when it comes to that. And so he's been, a, you know, I'm really proud of him. I get a lot of good feedback, uh, uh, in fact, I was sitting at the line at Adams the other day getting some uh, wet cake or some modified yep. uh-huh. in Adams, Nebraska there. And, yep. and uh, he, uh, the guy in front of me, uh, I introduced myself. I recognized the, their name, some folks from over at, uh, by Seneca. And yep. uh, and he said, uh, yeah, well, I know some people around. And we, well, that's the first time we'd ever met. He said, he said what did you say your last name was? And I said, uh, Stewart. And he said, I think. And then he uh, he said, well, I talked to your son the other day about some issues at my lot. He said a neighbor came in and built the house. He said less than 200 yards away from the lot. We know we've had our lot there forever. And he said, I just <laughs> and he said he's a good neighbor, but he said I was just concerned that he was doing that. And he said anyway, so he was he was trying to be uh, proactive and right. make sure he wasn't doing anything wrong in case they're, they're became issues and yeah, exactly. anyway so it was a pretty he, he he elaborated a little bit but anyhow tucker deals in that sort of stuff and he's an excellent advocate for yeah, yeah. he's kind of he's, and egg and, he's kind of kind of mr gq of the family right yeah 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 yes i <laughs> i guess so i guess you might say that yeah he's definitely uh he's always stylish yeah he's he's uh he's a fashion trendsetter so yes, yeah he is. So uh, what 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 all do you have coming up, Greg? What what I mean, I know you have lots of you have lots of different sales and you sell things on lot lot of different uh, formats online, live auctions and stuff. What do you, what do you got coming up this fall? Well, I mean, coming up uh, most recently will be our steer sale here in October. It's the twelfth. I think it's our thirty fourth. Thirty fourth. Thirty fourth consecutive. Uh, Club calf sale, and oh, it's always been all just steers. Or yeah. occasionally, we'll sell sell a bull in there. You know that you know potentially could be a promotional bull, or yeah, you know, or or you know a steer. You know they we do that occasionally. I don't. We may have do that this year on one. But uh, other than that, it's just been pretty straightforward. It's uh, you know we're we love these junior programs, and yeah. we think they're everything. Uh, I think, uh, you know, my kids are a pretty good example. Your kids yeah. are as well of what those, what these, you know, I sat there and look at Mel and look at how she's involved and evolved and what a nice job she does for your business. And well, thank you. And it's, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I'm not saying it's intricate to, to turn out like our kids have, but it, I think it's definitely. Sure, a, sure helps. It makes, makes a dad proud. Yeah. Yeah, super, super building blocks. So yep. that, and we, that's how Kent and I got our start, my brother. And, right. And, 
that's uh, we you know we try to do the best we can with our program to support those animals. We have a you know Brig has really helped uh, and the boys have really helped for that support system to you know I think that you know we try to offer a service to anything we can do to help the kids uh, that buy a calf and you know I think a lot of this you know this business has gotten more service based and and but you know I think that shifts the value of the cattle a little and it, and it's definitely helped us I think. Uh, being a little more hands-on with the with the help right. aspects yeah, yeah. of that, and yeah. so anyway, we're we're pretty proud of that that we still do it in a live auction format. Uh, I, I I think maybe I think we might be the only. I'm not. I know we're not the only live auction production sale, but I, we may be the you last may be the only the only club calf one, maybe. Yeah, right. So. That sells you know exclusively steers. You know, I right. think there's a few mixed sales that are still live yeah. auction when they sell their whole calf crop we split our steer and heifer sale but i i can't think of another exclusively steer sale left you no. know and they used to all be that of course yeah, yeah, so. that's the way that's the way it always was going back uh but this you say this your 40 34th one in it 34th i think is and, what i figured yeah, up pretty close morning, and, and what what date is that again greg uh october 12th october yep. 12th october yeah, 12th week that, be, yeah week before the kansas city show okay so, okay and that's and that's held right down there in washington kansas then yep right there right at the sale barn here in washington where um sell i think they, it's changed names a couple of times it's a sure. my cousin owns the barn now it's a, the washington sales pavilion so, awesome yep. awesome so you get a family deal you get you get a little better deal then in the family no <laughs> no no actually actually it went up a little uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine that's, yeah, that's fine, fine. I mean, yeah. we have no we have no we have no complaints uh it uh we were just tickled that they bought it and that we were able to continue to do it you know there so it's uh yeah you know what the cost of facilities are oh yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so then you also have a bull sale but now is that with you, you have an operation you're connected with Joan Stewart Angus is that that's what right. you call you that know, yes uh, Ron Jones is a long long time Angus partner I met him when I was in junior college livestock judging and colby and and we just kind of hit it off and uh you know he we're ron's phasing now we own most of the cows now uh they are back in kansas mm -hmm. but he's, uh, still you know we're, we still consider them friends and partners right. and you know, we couldn't have done it without them and it was a excellent deal but we've done went all online and private treaty on our our bull sales uh we used to have a full-blown english production sale and uh, we've kind of incorporated uh, the bred heifer, Angus heifers, into our fall female sale, which follows the steer sale there, the Thanksgiving weekend or the Saturday following uh, Thanksgiving. And yeah. we sell kind of same deal, live format. Uh, it's also, uh, you know, which I failed to mention, like you said, live auctions. Yeah. We, we have a uh, internet format that you're able to bid on. Yep, yep. I think. Well. Yep, I think your sale. I think we actually have a sale that Saturday afternoon. And I know a lot of place. A lot of people leave our place and head down to Washington uh, yeah. that same night. So it works out. Uh, it works out good. We get a lot of the same crowd, or not. You know. Yeah, uh, the only, it's not the too far. Is we don't get to see each other. Though. Well, that's that's the only. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing. Well, we'll we'll work that out sometime in the future. Yeah. So. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, uh, I, there's a couple other things I want to get to. But what are what's your whole thoughts on this fake beef, this impossible beef, this thing Burger King's trying? You got any? I know well, you're you're great on social media. You got any yeah. thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I, I think I have, I have a fairly what our operation and 
me personally, I yeah, that social media is a probably not kind of a curse in a way. Yeah. It's a I don't know. It's a, it's incredible for advertising, and mm-hmm. so I try to keep our page and our personal my personal site relevant and and yeah. uh, you know try try not to get too political on there. But sometimes it's kind of hard. It's, it's, yeah, I, some... But I think in terms of this, you know fake and, and, and again tucker and some of these advocates are just doing an awesome job yeah. he's working i'll start with him and he's working uh you know some of these states have have passed some labeling laws on this yep. and uh and they you know it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out they kansas is working on something similar they're you know in our i guess you would say conservative more of a conservative fashion that kansas right. goes about they want to make sure that the laws are going to stick so they're doing a lot of research and uh tucker's done a lot of fact finding and wrote a lot of letters and and uh they, they're working on you know trying to make sure that that's a that there's you know it's a fairly you know a fair playing field well, which exactly. uh, you know, with with social you know th- we, we have to admit that you know uh, with the growing population, and this could be a very viable product in the future, and, and maybe. But what you know, what my opinion on the whole thing is, is it's like Dr. Mettenhauer in California, and I think it's a popular opinion. It's not the the fact that they're building this it, and uh, marketing it. That's the American way. Uh, sure, it's the it's the fact that they're doing it on the backs and the lies that they're formulating about you know, livestock and yep. the producers and, you know, that's, you know, that's unacceptable in, yeah. you know, in my opinion, it potentially not legal, you know, so, uh, you know, so there is going to be kind of an interesting unfolding. I, I, you know, well, I have a lot of fun with it on social media. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we all do. And, and hopefully there's, you know, I, I, I have some very definite opinions about it and, and they're not mostly not good, but, you know, it, <laughs> if they had to play on a level playing field, I'm not real yeah, sure that right. they would have much. You know, Greg, I, I tried to get uh, I've got the nutritional facts for beef and I tried to get some on the fake on the fake meat. I, I had Nebraska cattlemen and they said, you know what? We can't get those because they're always changing their standards. They go it might be this one week and might be this the other week. So their labels always change and, and they can never pin them down. So right, right. there, that, I mean, if I was a consumer. Yeah, wouldn't that wouldn't that scare the crap out of you? I mean, do you do, oh, yeah. do you actually want to go eat something where you it may change week well, to week and you don't know what the heck's in it? And quite honestly, the calories are higher, and all it's right, all it's yeah. people people sodium everything yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean, this day and this day and age, everybody wants to stay away from the processed food. Well, what is more processed than mm-hmm. a hamburger grown in a dish? Petri dish. Right. right. You know. Well, the, the whole Petri dish in the lab meat deal, I, I think they've got a lot of steps that they have. They're likely, see, in, in, without getting into too much detail, and this is a lot what T- Tucker's working on, see, the, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the the plant or the foods, for the for the most part, are regulated by FDA. Yeah. So the, so they're, they're going around getting to call themselves you know, a fake meat and putting beef and meat all over their labels, but they're not playing. They don't have to play by the same rules as beef that who are regulated by the USDA. Exactly. And that's one thing that they're working on. They don't know if they can, you know, they either got to change their labeling, get rid of the, the connotations that there's something that they're not. 
and lying about what they are, like you said, and not, you know, shifting their ingredients and not yeah. having to play by the same rules and the same health rules and jumping through the same dishes or the same hoops that beef does right. or, or meat in general yeah. and turn around and have to, uh, you know, they, 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 they're playing by a different set of rules because they're regulated by a different deal of the government. So his point is, is, Hey, either change your labels or be regulated by the same, you know, if, if they're not going to make them change the labels then they're going to, they're going to have to jump through the same hoops that, you know, and everybody knows that nothing is more regulated in terms of safety and food than beef is, right, you know, exactly. so, yep. it, so he's got a great point and it's a, it's a very valid point and uh, you know, what, what happens and if they can, you know, how government moves very slow. And so they're taking advantage of that uh, leverage they have that they, they aren't regulated the same, but yet they're, they're doing it on our backs, which is, you know, there's, I, it's, it's yeah. wrong yep. in so many ways, you yep. know, and yeah, the product itself is not that great. It's highly, you know, highly processed. It's uh, not as healthy and and uh, potentially uh, not as regulated from a health and safety standpoint. So there's a lot of things that and and, and all, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and pound pound and chest, but you know, there's been a lot of talk that oh that the beef checkoff and the various cattle organizations and there's there's been some this and that and back and forth and and uh, there's some good points and and uh, on both sides, but you know, if, if anything, we need to double our beef checkoff yeah, and, right. and have more exposure about what we're doing and what we're doing right than, than less. And I'm just afraid that it, there's certain entities that are trying to undermine that. And I'm not saying that it's done perfectly, but, and actually those entities have helped with the transparency and what's going on with say NCBA and beef checkoff. And I think that's great. You know, that, uh, that that's a little more visible and you know this is going to get us into all sorts of things here yeah. with the packing houses and well, everything yeah. but yeah, that'd be we fun. need to keep our eye <laughs> we need to keep our eye on the ball in my opinion and uh you know we're not gonna gain anything by chipping away at each other and no nope. you know that's right uh, yeah so. not not to i mean that's i i love that conversation we can go on and on about that forever sure. but uh let's kind of go back to like some of our business together like i say do you have any idea how many bulls that you've collected with us since 1983? Oh, man, it's a lot. I I was actually going some through some semen inventory <laughs> this morning, maybe to help clean up yeah. uh, some storage. And, I mean, I <laughs> I have to ask Brig, do you remember this bull? Yeah, wait, yeah, you, <laughs> I, it, 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 just uh, we've we, done we've done over 200 bulls with you since oh 1983 yeah. so that's awesome who, who, no wonder i can't remember them yeah no yeah who who who's in charge of naming the bulls <laughs> no it's a it's a group effort you know it, sometimes it just sometimes we name them right before they sell like the you know right before the catalog goes to press right. we'll just i mean mel, mel's got some favorite names <laughs> what, are, what are some of your favorite names mel my, my favorite names or just yeah. some of the more obscure names yeah obscure what are, what are some of the names well you've got screamer we're getting a little bad yeah can you hear me we got a, we got a little blip there what did you start oh you've got screamer yeah <laughs> reverse cowgirl <laughs> i actually didn't know what that meant yeah <laughs> Well, I mean the, the slang. Yeah, like, yeah. The yeah, slang I think you brought that one in shortly after I started oh, no. working there. Yep. We're getting some blips here. Yep. Yeah. Well, that, that, go ahead, Mel. Bill, 
Yeah, go ahead. I you blipped on me again. Oh no, just those are the only ones I can I can come up with. Well, in there front was of there, my dad did, here. There was a you there, did with reverse cowgirl. Does there any beyond that? Uh, there's horny. Oh, well, that's because he had horns. <laughs> <laughs> I think there must there, there, there must have been a phase down there because what we had we had purple haze. Uh, we have a whale ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well Kurt named him. Yeah. What's your, what's your, out of all those, what's, your, what's been your favorite bull to work with? Do you have oh, a favorite? God. Oh, well, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, that, probably the funnest one, uh, and made as much money. I always looking at it from a, there you go. That, yeah. From, yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, our war horse bull. Still, I oh mean, yeah. Bull still Short horn bull. Yeah. Sell semen. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, he was just a lot of fun. He was so unique. And, you know, I don't know how practical, but, uh, you know, we ah. just got a call the other day. A guy went and semen. He's flushing the daughter of him, and she's just about done. And and sat his high salt steer the last three, four, five years, a um, young gentleman from Iowa, and just asking the questions about that bull. And yeah. and so, yeah, he was well, a lot of fun. I don't know if that's – and then, of yeah. course uh, – I'd be a mess not to mention uh, Titan. Titan. I mean, he's kind of op- mm-hmm. opposite end of the spectrum. Yep. I mean, he's five or six generations of our Angus program, and that was the that was the he pretty much encapsulates everything we were trying to do with our Angus yeah. program in terms of cavities and and uh, you know better than average growth, and in some instances with that bull, it's way better than average. Uh, uh, you know, a, a practical frame size with very, very strong maternal traits and uh, his uh, dense, high density test backed up a lot of what we thought uh, we I held off for the longest time because he wasn't, his pedigree wasn't that mainstream. Right. And so, you know, we wanted to get the proof and on him. And so I was uh, elated when the uh, and it was interesting, uh, you know, I still did. I was just getting ready to do it. A, a breed association had called me and said, we got to do a high density to, you know, continue to AI, you know, for to, for our customers to be able to register these Titan calves. And and I called in, and lo and behold, the uh, believe it or not, the, the Beefmaster uh, Breed Association had already done it, paid for it. And On done Titan? It. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. And I actually awaited those results and, you know, everything that we thought about the bull, uh, you know, uh, I'll, you know, put a plug in here for the DNA programs, but, uh, everything we thought was right about that bull increased and everything that we thought maybe, you know, could be a little better on him, you know, what stayed the same or got a little, just a shade worse, you know? Yeah. So, you know, Perfect. it can, uh, Right, right, and uh, yeah, he's he he is, anyhow, so, uh, he is yeah, a hell a hell of a bull, and he's been really really awesome for us to work with. And we really yeah. appreciate you letting us uh, letting us collect a lot of semen on him and stuff. So we probably you know uh, I think we could go on and on here, Greg. I think what I'd like to yeah. do next time is get uh, get your two sons, get all three, get to my three sons, or your, oh, yeah, get together and uh, and definitely do this again. Uh, Maybe later on in the fall when you've got some other stuff going on, some other sales, uh, maybe talk about Denver Stock Show because we all know we have fun out yeah. there. So, uh, yeah. But uh, really appreciate uh, the time you gave us today, Greg. Uh, and uh, tell the family hi, and uh, we'll be in touch. Uh, we'll be in touch real soon, my friend. 
So uh, okay. really appreciate it. So yep, I do as well. So yep, thanks yep. for the exposure and thanks for you do, what you do for us. Oh, one quick story. Unless we're running out of no, time. No, no, we're good. I we're remember good. one of the first bulls that we collected uh, with you guys was our old bull ruler bull. Oh yeah, it was you know with I believe quite possibly could have been the first mixed cross bull that I had ever been promoted or displayed yep. in denver yep. yeah at least with any uh with any uh success i mean yep. uh, you know it was pretty it, pretty much either you know there was already even at that time there was a lot of people that frowned on the f1s you know and, right and uh, he he was a three-way cross bull and you know everybody you know you know including myself i mean when uh, brigham actually and my brother uh, i guess not been before brigham not my brother not Brigham, not my son, but my brother, Yeah, you know, said, Hey, we need to do this bull, you know? And I said, man, I just don't know if the, if the industry's ready for a three-way cross bull. But anyway, at the time we were doing a lot of contract breeding where our cow herd wasn't as large. So we were doing a lot of contract breeding in the North and we used a lot of popular bulls, uh, at the time. And it, it was the same time as like power play and, yeah. uh, Il Dino and some of the key cross balls. And, and I can remember, uh, that, you know, we would breed a thousand cows in, and, uh, you know, everybody would ask the question, Oh, where do you collect at Vogler's? Well, where's that? I said, well, that's either right North and we've done some work with them before they do a really nice job. And, Anyway, uh, it was before you guys, uh, now you're nationwide, of course, yeah. and everybody knows who you are, but it was towards the front end of your Oh, yeah, you career. guys, like and, I said, uh, you guys uh, you yeah. guys helped us out yeah. immensely because, like I said, you've been, you've been one of our first customers, and we still haven't, uh, we still yeah. sit down and have a beer and uh, have fun together. Yeah. We're still friends. I consider you guys dear friends. So uh, Exactly. It's well, long awesome. story short, we just want you to know that, you know, what kind of sold us on your program in your, was the, which, you know, it, meeting you and seeing how you went about things was a lot of the reason we went to do business there. But I, I it was just, it was an uncanny number. I can't remember this time, but we'd get like with your semen that you collected on our bulls. And these were mass breeding uh, programs. And I, it was, it was a big number, like 20% more conception rate on bull ruler than any of the popular bulls at the time uh you know and that i'll, I'll never forget that was you know one of the big reasons that yeah. you know that's that that's that's great to hear and i still like hearing stories because you know in yeah. our in our business normally you don't hear the good stories you hear the other stories uh oh, yeah but well, uh, i know i've told you that story before yep, but yeah yep. no i appreciate that really appreciate a lot that a lot so but like i say great uh good luck to your wildcat saturday and i'll be rooting for yeah. the huskers and i wish i wish i wish we could get together on the field again and maybe someday we will so i see that i see that my friend so thanks again greg and uh we'll be talking to you soon thanks so much yep. well thanks everybody for listening to this episode of the bullpen and uh for more information go to our websites vogler Seaman center or nebraska bull service thanks again a Parkville Media Production.